Hello and welcome to Classroom Crush. Man, there's so many things that I want to be talking to you about in this little intro as an update for my life. But I'm like, ooh, scary. Like, there's some, there's people. It's a small scene, man. It is a small scene, and my guest knows this. And and if I did, if I didn't know that one of these people or a few of these people do listen to the podcast regularly, it would maybe make it different. But man, there is some drama, not drama, but basically, boys are so dumb, man. Boys, ugh, I don't even know where to start. The DMs are off the chain right now. And it's sort of like if I were getting these DMs in a different situation, if the circumstance like with the person slash persons was different, then I'd be like, oh, wow, this is so cute and good. But the circumstance is not a good one. So then therefore, I'm like, this is fucked up. What is this guy doing to me? Why? It's so rude. But I'm like... Obviously, I like it a little bit, but I don't know. <laughs> anyway, do you? Is that something that we should be talking about later? What that I that I like it? Yeah. I mean, it's just like it's attention. It's the attention that I want, but there are circumstances around it that that make that attention not good. Categorically, not good should not be happening. The person has a girlfriend. That's we'll just say that. Yes. All and right. people can draw connections where they want to. That's all I'll say. But I don't know what to respond to these things with, you know? Because I'm like, yes, I, li I like this, but also no. What the fuck? Anyways, that those dulcet tones came from Matt Rorty. Hi, Matt. Hi, Rebecca. Thanks for having me. Oh, my God. I'm so happy you're here. Matt is legitimately one of my favorite people in Chicago. I think you are very, very funny. I want people to know about you. Thank you. And he just got on a Herald team. Brag. No, <laughs> I don't know why. That's I it. It's important. Yeah. Everyone here knows. So that, that you know that like he's actually funny. Right. Because he's, he he's been validated. So now you can see me and a bunch of other funny people bomb on stage for your pleasure. <laughs> In three beats, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm so excited. You have a girlfriend. Yes. Congrats. Thank so you. So things worked out for you in the end. Yeah. But trouble on the way. This is what, oh, my name's Rebecca, and this is my, this is my podcast. It's called Classroom Crush. <laughs> Matt, Matt's laughing at me because <laughs> I don't know how to host my own show. I mean, this is like the 25th, 26th episode. My podcast is older than me now. Um, anyways, yeah, this is my podcast. It's called Classroom Crush, and I'm Rebecca, and every week we talk about one of our, or a couple of our childhood crushes, and today it's uh, Matt. Matt, whose name is actually Matthew. That's how it is. Yeah, apparently that's uh, incredibly significant for you. There are so many Matthews. And sometimes I feel like I have a couple good, like, Matts. Actually, you know what I found? What? The people who are going by Matt instead of Matthew do not disappoint me as often. Mm. Well, that's uh, bad news for my mom. My mom wanted me to be Matthew so bad, and I couldn't oh. pronounce THs for oh. a very long time. So I phonetically accidentally stumbled into being 
Matt. Matt. I love that. I mean, but I feel like I can't see you as a Matthew. Um, did well, you watch certainly s- not like that. <laughs> okay, wait. Did you watch Search Party? Uh, I watched the first season and then like the first couple episodes of the second season. I can't remember when this comes in, but Portia like meets this French, this like really hot French Canadian guy named Mathieu. Yeah, that's at the end of season one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like, and now I can't stop like pronouncing it like that in my head. Like, oh, Mathieu. <laughs> Even though like that's been long gone for a while. Another limitation with TH is my ability to do a French accent. So, oh yeah, I can't yeah. really, that's as far as it's going to go for Oh, me. Mathieu. Oh, Mathieu. Mathieu. <laughs> Anyways, Matt, uh, who are we going to talk about today? Uh, today we're going to talk about... Oh, we should mention it's Easter's. It's also Easter. Uh, yeah. yeah. I hope everyone had a good mass earlier today. Yeah. Um, I watched my favorite, not my favorite Nacho Libre clip, but like the Nacho Libre clip that you watch on Easter. Right. Which is, do you realize that I've had diarrhea since Easter's? And it was great. And I'm thinking of starting a Jack Black, a Black podcast. <laughs> wow. It was a joke on Twitter. And now I'm like, what if I did it? <laughs> How was the response on Twitter? Uh, David Sims said, I should. All right. And there, that's it. That's all you need to know. Great. Now everyone else who's listening to the podcast and not following Rebecca on Twitter is caught up. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We're good. Okay, Matt, who are we going to talk about? Yeah, I'm uh, going to talk about Eve today. Uh, Eve, that is not her real name. Oh, as part like of, it. yeah, as part of um, the friendship circle, this would have been in, in middle school uh, mm. from sixth to eighth grade. Uh, part of the circle that I f- fell into, uh, people started giving themselves like new names. I love that. So she was Eve. Was she a big fan of Eve Six? Wish she was. Oh, um, that had to be on the on the periphery of like music that she was into for I sure that band was fun yeah i was following my pride i would joke on the rhyme choke on the rhymes choke uh, choke on the, the rhymes no, is that a no, pun it's wait, rhymed right like a sh- melon wait, rhymed no i was following my i will pride. swallow my pride i will <laughs> I choke, choke on, on the, the rhyme. rhyme you're right in the lack, lack thereof would leave me empty, empty inside, inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, done nothing but faith in nothing. I want to put my tender heart in a blender and watch it turn around into a beautiful oblivion. Rendezvous. Rendezvous. Mathieu. Rendezvous. Mathieu. That's a little Eve 6 for you. Do you know that Eve 6 is a reference to an X-Files episode? I should have known that because I watched an insane amount of X-Files. It was, there were clones. And they were all named Eve, and there was a sixth one. That makes sense. It's an early app. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> That's also nuts about X Files is when I went back and rewatched it, because uh, the whole uh, kind of pool there for Scully is she's the skeptic, but within two mm. episodes she sees a UFO, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, mm, "Not, not happening." No, I don't think so. I loved your. What was your take on like the new episodes? What did you say that like no, there's no shot that lasts longer than three seconds? Oh, it's in, it's insane. It's like yeah. they don't trust themselves to have uh, yeah. a shot that lasts that long. <laughs> that first episode, it's called. They made three episodes called My Struggle. They <laughs> say he's going all in. <laughs> Anyways, they don't trust him with that material. Chris Carter is not with the X Files material anymore. I mean, he shouldn't be. Honestly, only. Darren or Bust, bitch. Okay, this is not an X-Files podcast. This is a crush podcast. So tell me about Eve. You knew her in middle school? Yeah. So I went to uh, Newark Charter Middle School. um, Mm. And it was a type of middle school where you had to wear uh, 
khakis and polos that you bought from the school. Hot, 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 hot. hot. Uh, there wasn't a playground. There was just uh, an extended parking lot. Uh, My high school was like that because it was turned into, it It had previously been a small shopping plaza yeah. that was turned into a high school. So basically our courtyard was just like where there would have been cars. That makes sense though. Ours was built from scratch. <laughs> it was... Uh, because my sister went to it for its first two years where it was just literally uh, a series of trailers. And mm. all of the classes were in the trailers. So they were building this whole complex. Um, and the school was originally formed in 2001. And I love so this. in the history. We're getting in the history. <laughs> so when they built it, so 9-11 happened. And that was uh, very much on the mind. Good. Yeah. We all remember 9-11. Where we were, it's like, it's much more, people say like, oh, we all remember where we were when JFK was assassinated. Yeah. But I think this is that like times five. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> much more. <laughs> I'm not sure I would have remembered where I was when Kennedy was shot. Probably but, not. Just uh, like, whatever. It's yeah. one dude. I'm just, this is terrible. <laughs> Let's stop right now. <laughs> so. Uh, anyway, that was just a long way to say that uh, the address for this complex that was like thrust into the back of these woods, but was mostly just a concrete jungle. Uh, was where dreams are made of. Where dreams are made of. Uh, Doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm a bad host. <laughs> I have no expectations here. Uh, <laughs> no, it's so sick. Yeah. It was called uh, 2001 Patriot Way was the address <gasps> for this school. Oh, my God. And you're glad to be an American. And glad, uh, where at least I know that I am free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good. We've already got, oh, boy, the songs discussed list is going to be It's going to be really mammoth. long. <laughs> I have a lot today, too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. Uh, but I met her there, and I think we started having actual classes together, uh, six through eight. And mm. I didn't really have, like, a, a circle that I was going with. Uh, I bounced in between a lot of different stuff, but I was probably with her and her friends the most. And they were not quite scene kids because we ah. did all have to wear, yeah, because we did all have to wear. You can't express yourself. Right. Yeah. It was very important uh, that we push against this charter school boundary <laughs> as much as we could. And so did that mean painting your nails? I was about uh, to ask. <laughs> or just sharpening them in. That uh, was always fun. Just a lot of different stuff. Uh, yeah. But if anything, since I was always floating around groups, uh, I never like went full in on that. So I was not like myself painting my nails. Uh -huh. uh, the most that I got was like uh, some like hot topic, uh, way too warm wristband Ran yeah, bands, type yeah. stuff. No, I think they ended up being like Naruto, which was a show <laughs> that I, I didn't even watch it, but yeah. I had some of the merch. You're like, okay, I'm a part of a thing now. Yeah. I think hot topic uh, kind of even scared me then. <laughs> I didn't this like. This is too much for me. I had to. I like walked in and I was like, the band t-shirts are in the back. The band t-shirts are in the back. <laughs> just if I get go, there. <laughs> if I just, if I can get past. Ignore all, the guy with the gauges. <laughs> if I can get past the Nightmare Before Christmas lingerie, <laughs> then I am home free. <laughs> Wait, um, uh, why were you? Uh, why do you think you? Why were you a floater like that? Were you just like a loner, or did you just like not know who your people were? Um, I, just not confident. I um. think. I think I was torn between like, oh, I could be any of these other things but I was never uh particularly popular uh -huh. um yeah and just like different anxiety and anxiousness so there was a sense of like oh sometimes I would hang out uh with like more jock kids or as jock as you could get wearing <laughs> polos yeah and, uh, no now that I'm saying that that is the most jock thing that to go around jock. wearing polos and khakis <laughs> all day 
Um, and then sometimes I would go in with like these emo kind of uh, borderline scenester kids. But that seems like you're very adaptable. Like you have social skills. Well, it didn't feel like that right <laughs> at the time. <laughs> okay. That would have been good as I was going. If someone had just tapped me on the shoulder and be like, you know how you don't feel like you belong anywhere? Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, wait till you yeah. grow up. Then you really won't belong anywhere and you'll have to fake something anyway. And you'll have to start doing improv, baby. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That came later. <laughs> So you start hanging out with this sort of scene group. Yeah, it was literally like um, like this round wooden picnic-like table that they mm. would sit at and just like listen to music. Um, I remember my bus ride was uh, almost exactly 40 minutes long, so I could listen to one CD on my Walkman, and Sick. if it lasted long enough, I could listen to it once on the way there and once on the way back. So that was uh, My Chemical Romance. The I was Black about to ask. Oh, that's... Did you see my tweet that I just did? I don't know why you would have been just looking at my Twitter. Do you want to pull it up? You yeah, want to pull up I can, my Twitter? I can pull it up. I remember the Black Parade was uh, very important to me, not just because I listened to that album an insane amount. Yeah, same. Uh, but also because that was the first uh, explicit album that I convinced Ooh. my mom to buy me. Yeah. Uh, and I had to like I had to look up reviews and be like, no, mom, like, see, they curse, but it's in service of art. Yeah, it's actually art. It's actually art. And as we were standing in the FYE and I was telling her, no, this is art. <laughs> 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 FYE, the home of art. Yeah. I've been listening to that album uh, a lot recently. <laughs> yeah. Because it's still fucking good. I, I listened to that album so much that I didn't listen to it. Um, after eighth grade until my senior year of college mm. and I decided to re-listen to it and I was astounded that I knew still every single word almost every single word so what struck me the most was the music held up much better than I expected mm -hmm. the lyrics much worse <laughs> <laughs> what a disaster of I an like album that cancer is. when it's just about cancer cancer yeah, yeah. he's uh he's playing with subtlety there yeah <laughs> when he's talking about the chemo yeah Baby, I'm just soggy from the chemo and counting down the days to. Basically, my tweet, should I read it to you? Oh, uh, Did yeah, you I didn't. It? No, I didn't pull it up quick okay. enough. Okay. My tweet is <laughs> I can't believe I'm reading. I can't, I can fully believe I'm reading my tweet on my podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you thought you were a goth kid? Well, April Fool's bitch, My Chemical Romance is actually musical theater. <laughs> Is it not? That's true. No, that's a hundred percent true. I seriously, I was, I found a piano version, like a, like, uh, just on YouTube. I found like tons of different, like, uh, uh just like instrumental covers of songs from Black Parade, and I yeah. found like a piano version of "I Don't Love You." Sure. And I was listening to it and like sort of singing it to myself, and I was like, "This is full musical theater, like a hundred percent stripped down with just a piano." I'm like, "This is the song that closes the first act," like. I'm going to do a show. <laughs> no, I, I used to uh, walk dogs for some neighbors, and mm. I would listen to the Black Parade, and I would try to stage it in my yes. head, how it would look as a musical. And it's weird, because I've never been a big a, fan a musical, of musical yeah. theater, but I was like, if Green Day can do it, then My Chemical Romance can do it. That's what I've been fucking saying. I've been t like talking about this recently, like Gerard Way needs to fucking write a musical and let me be in it. <laughs> uh, the second part seems maybe a little bit more I important to you than the first it. part. It's my idea. Sure. I should star. Anyways, we could start our own My Chemical Romance podcast, but that's not this one. So For you sure. listen to My Chemical Romance. I love that. Yeah. So you're sad. Yeah. Mm. Oh, very much so. So it was a lot of 
music like that. I remember uh, Hawthorne Heights getting a lot of play. I remember one that... uh, Ohio is for Lovers, is that Hawthorne Heights? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And on the pot on the podcast playlist, it's on there. Oh, perfect! Yeah. Sorry, uh, Come on. give it a Spotify list. Uh, I remember because this is a little bit off brand, but in my mind, it's uh, indelibly connected to all the rest of this music. Uh, Shut me up by Mindless Self Indulgence. I was never a Mindless Self Indulgence person. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Matt? I believe you. <laughs> I re- the music video, I think, was just insane. I think that it yeah. was like the sort of thing that was passed around uh, as, as Wait, like maybe a, this is like one of the ones I know. Should I look it up? Yeah. Okay. It sounds like you're a little seen. Well, I mean. Well, yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of nuts because uh, Newark, Delaware had a disproportionately large scene population because mm-hmm. Delaware does not have a lot of music venues or uh, yeah. it's not really a cult- cultural bastion. So there Wait, was. Wait, what was the song again? Uh, Shut Me Up. Okay. There we go. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it. Cool. <laughs> while, while you're, that's going to be a good... Ba- oh, look at this video. We're going to listen to it while you're telling me about uh, Delaware? Yeah. All right. Uh, but there was this place called uh, the Harmony Grange, and it was like... Ooh. It, it either was a church. It is definitely a church now. It is no longer a music venue. Uh, oh, that's it. You guys presumably can't hear this for copyright reasons, but this oh, is... Oh, I... I <laughs> are you kidding me? This is me up. Like. I put full songs in this podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't care. Oh, I had no idea. I mean, I'm not making money off this, but no one lo- knows it. Yeah. This is like uh, somehow someone took System of a Down and was like, what if we took the worst parts of that band <laughs> <laughs> and decided to combine them all into one track as if we're getting rid of all the music. We're quarantining all the bad parts of music in one place. Yeah. So you can freely listen to everything else. What I will tell you is that... Ooh. I love it. <laughs> is that uh, I'm attracted to him. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I did want to look at Harmony Grange because yeah. this place got bands like... August Burns Red and, mm. uh, you know, like those types of like Scenester or Scenester mm. adjacent bands. And I never went, but it was, uh, for the most part, I think an all ages venue. So it was the only place if you wanted to be in the music, you just you had, had to. to see bands here. Yeah, that was uh, like Churchill's for us in Miami. Churchill's yeah. bad. Uh, so let me look at some of the reviews that I found on last.fm for <laughs> uh, the no longer uh, existent Harmony Grange. R.I.P. Uh, a Brew 19 says, worst venue I've ever been to. <laughs> Dirty, disorganized staff and horrible sound guy. If you're an up-and-coming band looking for a supportive venue, this is not the place to book. <laughs> uh, Esel73, continuing the theme, said, worst venue ever. At the last show I tried to attend to here, Maylene and the Sons of Disaster, they ended up churning away about half the people trying to get in. Get here early. <laughs> uh, and then Late Band said, and what is probably the most nuanced review on here, may have been a shitty venue full of scenesters, but it was the closest thing we had to a scene in Delaware, and damn it if it wasn't awesome sometimes. Aw, that makes my heart warm. Yeah. I like it. So that's why there was like a, uh, a lot of people really into music like that, and I was kind of on the periphery of that. Yeah. You were like, I think I could be interested in music as like a part of my identity. Yeah, I was going, I was vacillating wildly back and forth between like uh, classic, classic rock stuff, like <laughs> just listening to Aerosmith's greatest hits. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. <laughs> and then um, also, yeah, listening to My Chemical Romance or anything else, which honestly, My Chemical Romance is just uh, sadder queen. So yeah, and just, I mean, I think I've, not to get back onto My Chemical Romance. But for a second, mm-hmm. I feel like they had a look. 
and yeah. the look changed, but it was always defined. You know, they had right. they had a brand every album, and I've decided that for the next three Halloweens in a row, I want to dress like as My Chemical Romance. Perfect. As just all of them in one. Oh, just all. I mean, I would look like the fucking bassist or whatever. Uh, the one with the curly hair. Yeah. That looks like me. <laughs> but yeah, I would rock that fucking black button down and a goddamn red tie. Mm. Are you kidding? What a what a look. What a look for three That's cheers. It was great. Um, okay, so did you <laughs> and Eve um, that's so funny that she gave herself her. Did she give herself that name? Yeah, there was that's like beautiful. the the court oh group God. was like, um, it was Eve, two of her very close friends, mm-hmm. uh, me, and then someone who actually did date uh, for a while, another person in that circle. So you did I, date? No, I didn't date yeah. anyone. So uh, wait, did you give yourself a name? I must have for a little bit, but I don't. I have no idea what it would have been. Mm, I don't believe so, you. I think you're embarrassed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I would I would say my aim name, because I know uh, since Rebecca runs a, a very well-organized, and this isn't a joke, a very well-organized podcast, and there was an email for me to peruse. <laughs> Everybody makes fun in. of my email. No, the email was very helpful. Thank you. Okay, good. Uh, and, and so one thing that was on it was like, hey, if you can find any like texting history or anything like that. And I didn't uh, get Facebook until after we weren't in the same school anymore. Um. So I was like, let me look for AIM. And it was like, everything on AIM was deleted <laughs> December 15th, well, 2017. I mean, probably not good for my podcast, but probably good for your own like personal mental health. Probably. To not have to see that. Yeah. But as, as a kind of peace offering to say that I wouldn't be embarrassed to say what my uh, fake given name was. My AIM name was Lord of Da Bunnies. That's Da Bunnies. Remember when da everything bunnies. was duh? Yeah. Go into... The concert. Yeah. Sorry that I'm so random. XD. <laughs> XD. I was like so awkward that I just said that. <laughs> I'm crazy. That was. No. So that was. Yeah. That uh, stereotype that we're saying was essentially me for three years. Part, yeah. <laughs> in middle school. Oh, well, speaking of usernames and My Chemical Romance, I said this on another episode. I can't remember which one, but I had a username for a website that was Black Rose, that was Frankie. There was one that was like, it was like Frankie Euros something. He was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, my chemical romance boy yeah um but when we had flickster which was just a movie based social media site that i would go on uh during like middle school that because it wasn't x blocked at school so we all had that as like our social media mm-hmm. um and it was basically just like where you would rate movies and i've been dying to meet anybody else that knows what this fucking website is because i feel like i, I made it up but it's definitely true um it's now dead because I tried to reaccess it, but um, I had my own whole like profile that like played My Chemical Romance when you got onto it, and uh, it was basically like a MySpace. Um, but I did find uh, a, a, a few months ago that I like <laughs> I would like rate movies or like put them in a list, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I put Austin Powers as like one of my top five. It holds and up. It's good, but but my my comment was. Classic movie. Because <laughs> I thought I was cool or something. Because I thought it was quote unquote old. Sure. <laughs> like, not really. Anyways, I get it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be, I'm going to just give you a little taste of what I'm telling you about. Sure. Okay. Uh, so I'm taking it to high school again. Mm-hmm. And this, I was actually, I was considering doing this episode with a girl to see if she would relate, but like, whatever. Um, so, I'm going to be talking about Tori. 
mm-hmm. which was she was my best friend in like freshman year uh, to like sophomore freshman sophomore year things start to fall apart like towards the end of sophomore year junior year okay um, and if anyone listened to the Ken and McKinney episode where I talked about my first kiss you will know that Tori stole my first kiss so but there's more to this mm-hmm. basically I mean she did steal my first kiss I was 15 I was planning on kissing a boy at drum circle on the beach little wait she was very drunk this is a little recap she's like oh my god are you gonna kiss Randy and I'm like yeah I'm trying uh, it's my intention <laughs> and she's like do you know how and I was like I think I can figure it out. Like, it seems pretty straightforward. And she's like, do you want me to show you how? And I was like, no, I'm good. Mm -hmm. And she, like, kissed me. And I was like, okay, Tori, what the fuck? I was like, I really like this guy. And I was about to have, like, my perfect first kiss. And you, like, took my first kiss. So a thing you need to know about her is she was actually a year younger than me, a year younger than everyone in high school. But she didn't look it. She looked older. Um... And she was a very sexual person. She was like bisexual, you know, which a lot of girls said that they were in high, in my high school. Yeah, she would have fit right in with my, yeah. my group of friends. Love yeah. is love. <laughs> uh, I think she like is legitimately bisexual, but it was very much like a part of her like whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, where she was just like, yeah, I love sex and stuff. And I think she lost her virginity when she was like 14 or something, um, which, yeah, like she had like, she was really beautiful. She really was. She had like, and, and also she just had like big boobs and shit. And you were like, uh, I'm jealous. And she had like her nipples pierced and shit. And it was like very, she was very entrancing in this way that it's like, it was very exciting to be her best friend. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's, there's just like that girl that is just this way and quote unquote doesn't give a shit. But like, as I would come to find out, fully gives a shit more than you should, you know? Like, it was all an image, Mm -hmm. you know? But we actually, we actually became friends in eighth grade, actually, uh, because we went to the same little arch charter for, like, uh, eighth grade. And she was a really, really great artist, and we became really good friends. And there's, like, this thing that I think starts happening around that age, and maybe it's just me, I don't know, but, like, girls get very affectionate, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, when we became friends, it was very much like, oh, my God, Tori, I love you. Like, I found, I found, uh, I just looked up uh, her name and my name on Facebook to, like, see what I could find. And just, like, the shit, uh, like, the, the, the fucking, okay, these are the statuses that I, that I, uh, wrote in 2010 in freshman year. It's like, I just searched her name and this is what I found. Frozen grapes, movies, and Tori. Good day. Eating green pancakes with Tori. Work cool, kids. Waiting for Tori to wake up. LMAO, aw. It's Tori time. Watched Zoolander with LaTori. I always called her LaTori because I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see Tori today with Tori ordering Domino's pizza online. Holy caca. <laughs> I'm hilarious. Um, which I feel like, stepping back, if you just, like, assuming that I'm, like, s- straight up 100% straight, 
If you just like replace the word Tori with like a guy's name, you'd be like, oh, she has a huge crush. It feels direct. Right? And like I'm realizing now it's like, oh, yeah, I definitely like, like we were best friends and I don't think there's like not validity to that. But there is like that crush aspect of it. And I feel like it's gross. I hate that term that's like, she's my girl crush, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, she can just be your crush, you True. know? Like, you can just have a crush on her. Yeah, it sounds like Tori would have been into that. Yeah, so she was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she probably realized more that, like, I kind of had a crush on her than I almost realized it. Um, because... I don't know, or or she just, or sexuality was just like a very like prominent thing in like her whole thing. And I remember once in a, in like freshman year, uh, someone had put up uh, mistletoes around the school, which mm-hmm. first of all, terrible idea. Uh, let's talk about consent. No, <laughs> um, uh, it was actually my friend, <laughs> she did it. Uh, and. I remember she would like chase me down the halls and like, and it's not like we're like making out, but she would like peck kiss me. Like, and I remember she did it right in front of one of our uh, art teachers named Mr. Charles. And I was like, Tori, stop. And I was like, oh my God, you're crazy. Tori, stop. You know, but I'm sure I was like, oh my God, like how wild is my life? You know, like, like, and I I never like, I don't know. I was always, like, when I first started watching porn, it was, like, exclusively lesbian porn, you know? But I don't, I've found that that's more common than I think I realized. Like, I think a lot of girls are like that. It's just, like, a good – it's, like, a gateway porn, you know? Just, like, okay, this seems chill and fine. Right. Um, but when I think about, like – because I've never fully hooked up with a girl, right? Like, fully, like, had sex with a girl. And – Despite everything that like goes down, which I will tell you more about, I'm I'm always like, man, should have just hooked up with Tori. <laughs> like yeah, so, that would have been the easiest. So was this the first uh, same sex crush? And have you had same sex crushes since? Uh, I mean, I think I and I actually have a screenshot because I just like <laughs> I looked up her name and like downloaded messages that I had with like people that I was talking about a lot and this is the thing I said uh 2000 uh, so this is this had to be like sophomore year or like uh or junior year uh or no wait okay so (laughs) I said to my friend uh to my friend quote Aaron, who I did talk about in an episode who was a crush. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure some of this is performative to like seem like a cool girl who like would be into hooking up with girls because it's like attractive, sure. you know? I said, <laughs> I'm 98% sure I'm probably bisexual or whatever, but I've never actually hooked up with a girl, so I can't really say that. Not that I want to say it, but people expect that. So, I mean, Tori has kissed me a bunch of times, but that doesn't count. And he's like, how not? And I'm like, because they were all pecs and she kisses everyone. It was literally like I wasn't paying attention and bam. And then I like talk about how, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I could really date a girl because I really do love guys and shit and girls are annoying, but they can be so hot. (laughs) It's like a combination of jealousy and wanting them. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. I should just hook up with Tori. That would be cool. Like during winter break, like next week. Yeah. Um, 
And then th just to show her that I truly have had no personal growth, sure. um, I say this. Um, so he's like, do it, girl. You're in control. And I was like, I want to. But at the same time, I kind of just told myself I want to stop hooking up with people and try like to date someone finally, even though that's not going to happen, whatever. That could be my New Year's resolution, too. I'll do it before then. Ha ha ha. Which is the same shit that I do now. Truly going through cycles of just hooking up with people for a long time, then being like, no, I'll stop. And then I'll date someone. And then like it doesn't happen. And then I go back like... I'm the same person sure. that I was in like junior year, sophomore year of high school, truly. Um, I don't think people change that much in how they like, people grow in other ways, but I think there's like an instinctual reaction to how you approach relationships that is hard to build off of. So, yeah. Like mine is uh mine's similar uh with you in Tori in some ways, uh but very wildly different from most of your other crushes. Mm -hmm. Uh in that it also was like friendship into me slowly realizing like oh no yeah. oh no I have how a long crush. so like uh how long were you guys friends before like how did that build up uh it would have been at least a year and a half mm -hmm. my guess is it would have been uh either at the end of seventh grade or the beginning of eighth grade that I would have realized like oh and that's also like prime puberty time oh yeah no yeah. it was uh disastrous <laughs> in an insane amount of ways um yeah, which has kind of been my MO in general in that, like, uh, I will be friends with someone for a while, and I won't think about it that way, and suddenly it'll change, and I'm like, no! <laughs> like, Yeah, I was fine doing this yeah. for a little bit. So what? how does this, how do things start to change? Tell me, tell me, tell me. I, I think it's just a little bit of, like... Uh, like proximity? That, I feel like that plays a lot. I think proximity would have been big into it, uh, probably just how much they like occupy my mental time when mm -hmm. I'm not around them. I'm sure that that increased. Uh, Would you call her a best friend? Capital B, capital F? Uh, or just like I was very deliberate about I always said that I had exactly one best friend because that's what best friends <laughs> mean. <That's true. laughs> I was very, I would get angry at people if they were like, look, oh, my sister would be like, these are my best friends. And I'm like, Jess, you can't have... You can't have multiple... You can't have... You have one... Like, I was a... I it's was like a, there's four uh, first place winners. Yeah, I was... But I was such a huge asshole about that, too. Like, I, <laughs> I remember having someone and he was like, you're my best friend. I'm like, you know that Danny's my best friend. Oh, my God. Mean. Such an So asshole. guarded. Are I'm you guarding your heart? No. Uh, yeah, I might have been. Maybe. Impossible to say. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess... No, the answer is probably no, or I would have realized <laughs> by now, unless it's buried that deep. Unless you're just, you're, you're really committed to your one best friend. Yeah. They stand above the rest. Yeah, that, that best friend, Danny, I have not talked to in maybe 10 years. Danny, what happened? Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, Tell me more about her, though. Like, what is she like? What's yeah. her vibe? Uh, Does she have the hair, the sceney hair, the side bangs? Yes. Perfect. So she uh, had like jealous. super long bangs. I can see if I can get like a picture up so you can see. I would love uh, it. She was incredibly smart. Um, there you go. Yeah. Uh, like she had already skipped a grade and was smarter than like everyone else in That's that class. The uh, she got like a 2400 <laughs> on her SATs. <laughs> and you're uh, like, damn, I want to fuck that. <laughs> I don't even know. It's so weird to think about it because I definitely had a huge crush, but I. Don't know how far I was going sexually with it. I remember uh, my mom, uh, as as liberal as she was in many ways, had uh, a very kind of fundamentally conservative approach 
to mm-hmm. sex. And yeah. it wasn't like you have to get married, but her thing was like, you have to be in love. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was sort of similar. My my mom, we were so open with each other about literally everything, you know, but she her her thing was like, basically, like, I think it's cool if you have sex when you're 16, whatever, but like with your boyfriend and you trust him and whatever. Right. Um, which I think is valid, but I think it's also like, we all come at it from a different place. But also now I can't just uh, be in a relationship, so maybe she was right. (laughs) Yeah. So it it just kind of like slowly uh, started like, yeah, occupying like my mental space and uh, thinking about it a lot. And so then it became, uh, in another process that would repeat over time, was me trying to work up courage uh, to ask them out or do anything. And this was no different in that uh, it almost never happened. Like this was, <laughs> yeah. this was my first like real crush too. Uh, my I had two older siblings, they didn't really date. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't have like an example there. Um, I don't know. I think I just had no idea how to approach it. And I was hoping that it would like, that fix she, that up. it would fix itself, yeah. that she would ask me, uh, something would go on there. Uh, here, I'm still trying to scroll through here and <laughs> see right. if I can get... Why does she have so many pictures? Can't, couldn't she just skip the last it, eight I, years of her life? Yeah, we don't need to that. make this easier. Um, yeah, so I, I remember in like eighth grade, uh, it kind of reaching a peak though, uh, where I was like, oh, this is something... I think part of it was like uh, one of the other friends starting to date another guy. So it was like, oh, relationship. So relationships are moving in. People are starting to do stuff. Um, and then, uh, did you ever get any, uh, feeling that she might be into you? Um, maybe, maybe, I don't think that I wanted to, uh, I think I've been bad at picking up that stuff in general. And I I think also, uh, even if it was, uh, again, I think I was afraid in another conflict that comes up time and time again is like, uh, oh, if I ask them to do something and they say no. We can't be friends, which is insane. It's, I have so yeah. m- I have, <laughs> I would later have like so many friends that like they would fool around, they would hook up, and then it would just be fine. And even seeing all these examples, I was still like, disaster will strike me if yeah. I try to I take mean, it to the next level. I'm very much of the mentality that like it should be chill, it should be fine. But also like there have been examples in my own life of people, even recently, like in the last couple of years, that I'm like, oh okay, like. We were having sex, and then we stopped having sex, and now you act like you've never met me. I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, boy, you've met me. <laughs> I think, yeah, and I think that was my big fear, because also that was like, like I said, uh, bouncing around a lot of different social circles, and so it was like, well, if I blew, blow this up, that's like one place that I can never return You to. can never come back. Uh, so instead, I think it was a lot of like, uh, just trying to like talk to her and spend as much time uh, around her like at school as that I could. Uh, I don't think, for someone that I had such a big crush on, I do not believe that we were spending a lot of time uh, outside of school. But I also lived, like, pretty far away from yeah. the school. Like, I only got in because my sister had been when it was, like, in a different location within the feeder the pattern. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you don't even need that time spent with them because you have your imagination. Right. This is – I don't think – this isn't the uh, – old. there's maybe some older ones I can pull up that are on my feed. Oh, she's so cute. She's got a little choker, and she's got glasses, so you know she's smart. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, I remember. Uh, one time in eighth grade, we were uh, doing math league together, and we were like, we went to st- and we went to states. And I remember uh, 
meeting her dad there. Like we got like a ride from the dad or something. Yeah. Been, like back to the school. And in my mind, even though like uh, I had not said anything to Eve, I had like <laughs> there was no in, uh, no indication that this should have meant something more. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm meeting the parents. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally happening. It's happening. I have I'm to make a good impression. Good impression. <laughs> yeah. I will have everyone know that she is wearing um, a great outfit of a long sleeve black shirt underneath a black dress with roses on it which is like a fucking look so cute it's a really (laughs) like the thing is is like i feel like i'd wear that today you know bring Mm -hmm. it back bring bring back layering with a long sleeve remember when that was all the rage Mm -hmm. just under a t oh yeah why don't people do it anymore i'm gonna start doing it again so uh so things just kind of there there wasn't like a uh, like a moment that like set off your crush though it was just like a gradual it was a slow it was like a slow boil and yeah. suddenly all of a sudden it was boiling and I was like oh, okay yeah I like I remember I would get like with Tori I knew she was my best friend and I would call her my best friend and but there were like things like I I distinctly remember uh, being actually in eighth grade outside uh i think before school or after school sitting on the ground with her and like my other friend eric who i talked about uh last week the week before i don't know um and we it was like we were both sitting on the floor and like there was we had like a blanket around the both of us and it was kind of like cuddly and which i hate that fucking word i want to throw it in the trash put it on fire You like it? The cuddly? Yeah. Yeah, I like the word cuddly. I'm, like, not opposed to the act of a cuddle, but, like, saying the word makes me want to vomit. Like, maybe, and that's, I have issues, probably, because it's too vulnerable. Too vulnerable for me. Mm. Um, But this is a thing that I've, that I, oh, guess this. (laughs) That was a room, room, a car went by. Um, Sorry, I forgot to turn my Mazda off. (laughs) Oh, dude, my dad had a Mazda once when I was younger, and I was like, this car's sick. (laughs) It was like red, and I was like, damn, we're badass. We're zooming through the streets, listening to Trash Can Sinatras. That was our vibe. Uh, Great band. Look them up. Scottish. Uh, That's right. Did you have a lot of... do you want to take a detour and talk about cars for a second, or do you want to I have talk about... no other real opinions on cars except for the fact that my I did basically force my mom to get a lime green convertible bug uh, when I was like in third grade. Okay, so you that had like a sick. bunch of like cool fucking cars. Yeah, I guess. We had like uh, <laughs> we had like fake wood paneled <laughs> minivans. Oh, the shagging wagon. And like it had to be like one of the doors uh, sliding doors had to be held shut with like duct tape for a long time. Oh my so god. So hearing hearing being like yeah, my parents. Cool ass cars. I made my mom <laughs> get, a, I was get like, a convertible. I just told I was like, this was a bad period of time for both of us in our lives. It was a bad, it was sad. Okay. And I was like, you know what, mom? I'm like third grade, fourth grade. I'm like, this car is you. And she's like, yeah. And then we got it. And uh, if I said anything else, I'd be just basically spilling my screenplay out. So I can't, you know, I gotta keep it to myself. Um, I almost got a shag and wet, or I, my like, uh, that's like what that, that car is, right? Do, is that a thing? Uh, that oh. might. I think the shag and wagon is more like the not like minivans, but like the true oh, vans yeah. with like shag yes. carpeting in the back. You're right. My uncle had one of those, and I was like, "That's gonna be my first car." 
And it didn't end up being my first car, but I really wanted it. <laughs> Whatever. I wanted it for all the fucking I was going to do. <laughs> no, so, A okay. room of one's own. Yeah. The story of the shagging wagon. Man, I was going to have some times. Um, no, so... This is a thing that I, I think I've known for a, a long time because, I mean, it stems back from when I was really, really little is like, I think girls who aren't even necessarily like calling themselves bisexual mm-hmm. are very comfortable with me. Like, like when, okay, that's not true. That statement is not true because um, I have no friends. But like when I was little, Girls. I should I should probably challenge that statement. Yeah, right? <laughs> that feels. I have a couple friends. That felt like you put like a big fat worm on a hook, and you were throwing <laughs> you like you looked me directly in the eyes. You're like, wait a minute, because I have no friends. I have no friends. No, I mean female female friends. That's not what. I, okay, okay, I'm gonna break it down for you. So when Thank I was you. like little, little, like in uh, you know first second grade, whatever, I have super vivid memories of like being in class and like like playtime or whatever. And like girls just laying on me, mm-hmm. you know, like I, girls are very, when, when, when we're friends, uh, I think a lot of the time they were very, uh, especially when I was younger, very comfortable being affectionate with me. Yeah. And I think I was like talking to my friend about this in high school. And I think there's like, A, I'm tall ish. I'm pretty tall. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's gotta be something like a quote unquote boyish thing about me, which like, what even is that term? Gender is dead, but you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, that they're just like, I had so many girls in high school that I was friends with that were just like, uh, Becca, just like, basically like be my boyfriend, Becca. Like they, they, they would just like hang all over me and, and kind of like, almost sexualized me in that way where it's like especially then I had like kind of shorter hair and I don't know I like I would dress sometimes like not very girly or whatever right um and it's like a it's a weird thing where it's like oh I, I know that you're like attracted to me um but we're friends and you're not like this with your other girlfriends but like nothing's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us is like doing anything about it. But it's just like I've been that girl. F- I think like when when girls are lonely and they don't have a boyfriend and they're feeling like some type of way, mm-hmm. they would like come to me um, oh. to sort of like exert that energy. And sure. which was weird. Like it's not. It's like fine, whatever. But I feel like. In high school, it was it was it started to get really frustrating because I was like, I can feel this energy from girls a lot, and like not with guys. Right. Like clearly, I have to be at least a little bit attractive, but like all my girlfriends are just like joking about how they they're just like, oh man, like I like Becca, you're so hot. I just want to like have sex with you or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but no boys like me. <laughs> I'm like, I want to date a boy. Um, but there were moments with Tori like where uh like that sort of affectionate vibe i think like i i could like feel it i was yeah. like oh my god like i feel something in my body and i remember like uh that one day where we were like under this little blanket um which is like innocent and nothing like crazy was happening uh our friend eric was like you guys are so cute you guys should date whatever and i was like stop but 
we she was also the girl that I was spending the most time with. Like right. I would have a lot of sleepovers at her house, whatever. Um, oh my God, I, do you remember? So Omegle, right? Mm -hmm. I, this is like total classic Tori in a nutshell. We're like, let's go on Omegle. We're like 15 or something, 14, 15. And she's just like, we're, we're there. And of course, the other thing, though, about like that dynamic is that I think she's like so gorgeous and charming and like there's just something about her. But that I also feel like shit whenever I'm with her, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm like, I'm a fucking monster, a little, you, you know, like she has she has all these like sort of delicate features, like very, very pretty. Uh, but like pale, like black hair, really mm -hmm. nice, you know, and, and I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I'm, sure. I feel awful next to her. So doing shit like Omegle with her and like video chatting with some fucking strangers, some dudes, I'm just like, oh, they're into her. They're not into me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're no. not into me at all. Oh, no. But I remember once she like flashed her fucking tits. I was like, oh my what? God, Tori. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause she was just like, she quote unquote didn't give a shit. And like, obviously for a while that like worked on me. I was like, man, that's so cool. Um, we would like get changed for uh, PE. Yeah. Uh, like there was like a locker room, whatever. And then there was a bathroom, but we would always go to the bathroom and we would just change by ourselves in there. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, it's like, she was so like comfortable with her body um, in a way that was like, I think so just like, like, I would never understand it, you know, that, yeah. like, level of comfort. But also, like, she had a beautiful body and, like, gorgeous, like, boobs. And, like, you know, why wouldn't she be confident in her body? And she would just, like, strip completely naked in the bathroom. And I'm just like, oh, man, and whatever. <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is a lot. And then she would – but she, she, she really, like – would would take that aspect of our of our like friendship of our relationship and put it on full display like kissing me in front of a teacher and she would do a thing where she would when we were changing for PE she would like joke and do like uh like uh, porn like asian porn like japanese porn uh like hentai and stuff yeah like voices like as if we were like having sex in the bathroom sure. and i would be like ah you know whatever but of course like classic Japanese classic sex sound yeah yeah classic just like <laughs> like oh my god whatever like <laughs> probably bad stuff sure. but um that was all very cool to me at the time until it wasn't until is this a two-parter was that a cliffhanger <laughs> well we're gonna go back and forth i want to hear so so yeah it gets bad like okay. not terrible but sure yeah um but more about Eve. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, my. Uh, yeah, just listening to that, uh, definitely uh, it seems like Tori was, like, not just being affectionate, but also, like, trying in some way to be, like, but more than that with you. Yeah. And to have any kind of energy like that uh, probably would have been very welcome as much as it would have made me feel incredibly <laughs> uncomfortable. Because uh, what I realized I was doing in retrospect uh, was essentially a, a slightly older version of like pulling on a girl's pigtails. Yeah. And like that was part. So I was like hanging around Eve, but also doing stuff like, uh, and this this was probably the the most like fucked up extension of it was uh, like cutting off part of her hair as like joking. Like we were playing with like some scissors. That and is I, like, literally the adult version of that. I thought it was gonna be more. No, it was pretty pretty no, straightforward. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, this was. Uh, <laughs> 
the maturity was not there, even <laughs> yeah. if the age was. Uh, it was stuff like that, or like um, impersonating her online. That's what I mean. Like it feels like the as mm-hmm. for as like as much tit flashing and things like that that was going on. Those feel like much healthier extensions of your feelings <laughs> towards each other. Mine was like uh, going on AIM and like pretending to be uh, Eve and like <laughs> talk with oh friends, but God. not not to like try to gain any secrets. I think there was literally just something like I know Eve well enough. That, I, that can, I that I can do this. Do her voice. Yeah, and I don't yeah. know that there's really anyone else at that time that I would have been able to do with that with. Which that says a lot. You're yeah. paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> Your love is seeping through. Yes. Did she ever uh, date anyone in? Uh oh. Yeah. yeah. So in eighth grade, as I was like working up uh, and like getting more and more, and probably I would never have actually done anything because mm-hmm. it had just been my mo uh, forever. Um, and literally I've only asked a person out one time yeah, uh, in my entire life. And uh, a mutual friend of ours started at the very end of eighth grade, like dating her. And I think I took that off. Like there was a simultaneously a sense of like, woo, like, all right, well, it's <laughs> like, too, it's done. <laughs> it's too far. And then I think the other part of me is like, you idiot. Like I think because part of in eighth grade, I'm like, oh no, because like we're not going to be going to the same high school. Um, oh my God. So like, I don't. Chance. So, like, well, it was a mixture of last chance and also, like, even if we start dating, like, we're just going to have to break up again. <laughs> Such drama. Such drama. I don't want that emotional labor for our last months right. together. And so when, like, a mutual, uh, another friend of mine, like, started dating her, it was like, that was dumb. <laughs> of course I could have done that. <laughs> Who cares? Were you, like, were you the jealous type of that, like, you're like, oh, fuck that guy. I hate him. Or no, like, that guy was still a very good friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's that's mature. No, I think it was more just, like, redirected uh, inward hatred. Mm, yeah. Like, you did this to yourself. Yeah. She didn't know. And I think... I'm sure she knew a little bit. I would not be surprised. I have not... Since we didn't go to high school together, mm-hmm. uh, I never really followed up with her. Like, I was trying to look through her history, and it's pretty much, like... Uh, especially freshman year, we do occasionally do like Facebook wall posts back and forth. Yeah. Um, but there wasn't anything like more in depth, at least that I could find. Like maybe we were following up on AIM for a while, but I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember where this fell in the timeline of when she started dating uh, our other friend. But, uh, and this felt like a desperation because this was literally something that I did just to stay theoretically close to her because mm-hmm. she had uh, already applied to this other charter school called Charter School Wilmington. Okay. Um, and I was always like, no. I think for a while I wanted to go to uh, St. George's, uh, like, Votech school, and my mom was like, no. And I'm like, I want to get something, like, real. <laughs> something <laughs> I need to get in the real I, world. I need to get a trade. And I'm, I'm like <laughs> I a, must practice a trade. I'm a 13-year-old telling my mom, like, <laughs> I don't have time to learn. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, I've got it figured out, Mom. Like, I have to be good at carpentry. That's something that lasts. That's a skill, Mom. Can I just – that just reminded me. I love uh, remembering times that me as a very small child have said some, something so, like, co- adult. Like, I have a very – uh, this memory of me being in third grade at this new school, um, super depressed, very emo, low ponytail mm-hmm. to the gods. And <laughs> and this like girl that I became really good friends with named Mylene. She was like a total chonga. She was very like she was she had flunked twice. So she was like older than us. And and uh, she's like, Rebecca, like like what boys do you like? You know, like are you are you like do you want to date somebody? And I was just like. 
I don't have time for boys. <laughs> I literally said that. I remember we were like in a stairwell. I'm like, girl, what were you doing? Skateboarding? Like that's what I was doing. But I just didn't have time for boys right now. Sure, 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 sure. Sorry. Anyways, that just reminded me of that. So you yeah. were going to go to this school. So I was going, then I, I had my uh, mindset on going to Newark High School. It's just the local public school. Mm-hmm. And uh, something came over me and I'm like, no. Like I have Uh-oh. to, I have to somehow stay close to Eve, and uh, the applications I think had already closed for charter school Wilmington because there was like a test and stuff you had to do. Mm-hmm. But it had a sister school, an art school, called uh-huh. Cab Calloway School of the Arts, and so if you went to Cab Calloway, you also got to take classes at charter school Wilmington. Okay. Um, and so there was a later application for that, but I didn't do any arts. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play an instrument. I wasn't doing theater. I wasn't doing yeah. anything. So I had zero. So like there were like five or six different things that you had to apply, and like that was going to be your like arts track. Yeah, uh, it was and like was, Yeah, and it was like uh, I don't sing. I don't dance. I can't do any of that. And there was one that was like a tech or like stage <laughs> craft or something like that. And I'm like, clearly I can apply to that. And I was doing this so last second that I think I literally wrote this up like. Uh, the day that applications, the day before applications were supposed to be due, and I convinced my older brother to drive. And this, uh, so this was like probably a 30-minute drive. It would have been uh, out of our hometown because it was in a different city called Wilmington. Yeah. And I convinced my brother to go and hand in this uh, at like last-second application. Oh my God. And what he said was he got there and the school was closed, so he put my application Aww. to Cap Calway <laughs> under brother. the front under the front doors of the school. This is romantic. And I never. This is uh, this is weird. I should have just told her I liked her. And. <laughs> <laughs> This could is, have been easier. This would have been so much would have been spared. I never heard back from Cap Galway. Uh, I'm just imagining like a janitor <laughs> opening the doors and seeing like, this application on the ground. It's, oh my god! Do you realize that you basically almost accidentally quoted the "I'm not okay" video? You can't sing. You can't dance. You don't know. Uh, you don't know karate. So what? Do you know, what is it, what's the other line? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. The beginning of the "I'm not okay" video. Uh, whatever. Who is this, am I going to feel dumb when you say who's a spy? This it's, is, it's My Chemical Romance, bitch. What? Why am I not remembering? I'm well, not okay. Oh, I'll be, okay. So you, this is. I'm going to play it right now. Please do. So, oh, three cheers. So the only actual MCR album that I have is, is Black, Black Parade. So I know that album front and back. And yeah. then I. I get it. But this is the I beginning. And I knew Helena, so. This is, this is, this video was like my sexual awakening with Frank Gero. Rated R for Revenge. Right. This is already. Man, I am 12 yeah. again, and I am going nuts. <laughs> yes. It's a movie trailer. It's good. But. You like D&D, Audrey Hepburn, Fangoria, Harry Houdini, and Croquet. Can't swim, you can't dance, oh, and swim. you can't do karate. Face it, you're never going to make it. I don't want to make it. I just want to burn it. If you ever felt, I've already done this on this podcast. I'm 100% sure that I've listened to this video or watched this video. The um, important thing that came out of that is, again, everyone knows I am a musical fraud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were never a true fan. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Did, did, did your parents, did anybody know, like, that that was why you wanted to go to that school? Because that is so funny. It must have been obvious to my mom. Yeah. It must have. I don't remember ever talking to her. Because... Uh, part of another thing that made me so uh, awkward, I think, with crushes and the idea of a relationship was I remember um, eating dinner once with my family and my as you older, do. As, as we do, setting the scene, an unusual yeah. night in the Rorty household. Uh, and my older brother mentioning 
uh, that there was some girl at school that he liked and my mom like freaking out like in a good way like she was too eager for us to like Aww. start doing stuff like that and I just remember like her basically badgering my, <laughs> like badgering my brother like just wanting to know everything yeah. uh, about this person and like clearly taking what for my brother was just like yeah I think I like this girl and to like wow what are you playing together like what are you gonna do are you gonna and it like freaked me so much out that I was like I can't talk to my mom about. about any of this. So if mom, if you happen to see this post on the Facebook that I helped set up for you. <laughs> Hi, you Mother Mother Rorty. Mother Rorty. I love your son. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think that was another thing is I was like very afraid. I didn't know who I should talk to uh, mm-hmm. about crushes. And that's what I mean is like I only have asked out one person yeah. uh, in a way that went similarly haywire and tragic. Uh, but this is in later years. But this is this is later. This would have been during college, yeah. You don't have to tell me. If you want to, no. I, don't I know. mean, I'm I'm kind of opening it up. I, you know what? College is still a classroom. Sure. Look at that classroom crush. Yeah. Hell yeah! Well, I already did the one that was middle school. So if yeah. you want me to, I can I can. Uh, I can just talk give about it a little, little taste. Yeah. Yeah. If you want. Uh, yeah. So her name was uh, Dana, and we had um, a political science class together. And I remember she also. Uh, was like friends with some other people on my college improv team. Uh-huh. So uh, I remember at a party we had talked for a long time, and that was the quickest that I ever went from like really meeting someone to being like, oh, I have a like, big dumb crush on this I person. I relate, <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. You can make connections from my intro if you'd like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go uh, on. Uh, and I remember uh, then – this was rare, and then I started talking about it with some of my other friends. And so they started, because I think it was me trying to, like, work up courage. Like, I wanted positive feedback. Yeah. And I was like, uh, like, I think I like this person. And then they were like, just ask them out. Just that, like, do something like that. And People I, act like it's so fucking casual. Just ask them out. Yeah. No. Well, they on. were happy. They knew that, like, I, I was never doing anything romantically. So I think they yeah. were all, like, uh, excited for me as well. And I remember uh, the next party, um, she came over and... Uh, and she was pretty popular in general. So, like, we talked for a little bit, and then I ended up getting sidetracked, and I was also talking with one of her friends. And I remember, like, as the party was winding down and, like, going back to that group of friends, and they're like, ah, like, uh, <laughs> you and Dan talking a long time. And I'm like, what? Like, no. Like, they thought that I, they thought that the friend of Dan's was, oh, like, no. a huge uh, – was my big crush. And, but then I worked up the courage uh, to ask her out uh, after a class, and I remember being a huge nervous mess mm-hmm. and – uh, just messing up everything about it, and like I gave her my number so that because she was like, uh, like I'll uh, text you. What did you say? Do you remember? Um, just like hi. Um, it's me, Matt. Do you Dana? Remember? Yeah, like uh, I think you're really uh, cool. Yeah, it was. <laughs> this isn't even a bit now. This is just yeah. how it went. Like, um, if you wanted to get like lunch or or something Aww. sometime or do whatever. <laughs> uh, I'm 20 years old when this is happening. <laughs> that's cool and and i remember like after i got out of class and then i got a text from uh, a friend on my improv team and he was like yo i heard like congrats and so because <laughs> it had been that she had yo, already dude, sick she had already talked to a friend of hers who was also in that poli class and that friend had told him so i was like oh I love that. i'm like this is good news and i had the wave off but then i didn't hear anything for a long time and uh-huh. i remember i was driving back from some uh uh, youth and government, uh, college youth and government, look it up, <laughs> uh, <laughs> conference and a regional conference and like getting a text from her that was like, oh, like, sorry, I haven't answered in a while. Like I had friends in or whatever. 
and Your friends over, blah, blah, blah. yeah, like uh, I don't know, like I need uh, a little bit more time or something. And I'm like, okay, <sighs> okay. And so like I was yeah. uh, a nervous wreck coming home, and then it was the day before my 21st birthday, mm. and I remember it like she finally. I think I followed up again, like I had given some time, and I was like, so are you like interested? In it? And she's like, no, sorry, like I don't, uh, I don't think about you that way. Or I don't remember exactly what it said, and uh, I remember that day also because my older brother who still lived in town, I went to college in my hometown, and he was like, oh, I want to take you out like for your 21st birthday. Yeah. And I hadn't really followed up with him, so I was like waiting to hear something, and I wasn't. So it was like I had just been rejected. <laughs> I wasn't hearing from my brother, and I hadn't Aww. made any other plans for like my 21st birthday. Yeah. Uh, I remember like walking back and sing, like either listening to or singing in my head like songs from uh, the Antlers Hospice probably. Because <laughs> uh, this was real. Yeah. Uh, and like seeing a deer and having a weird spirit. It was like, You're something, like uh, it was, antlers? It was like, it was like some shit out of the leftovers. It was so fucked up. Yeah. And, uh, or to be topical, three billboards. <laughs> three no. billboards. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, topical. Yeah. Also, it was much closer to three billboards than, <laughs> than leftovers. And like, I went home and like, uh, I still hadn't heard anything from my brother. And it turns midnight and I'm all alone in my apartment. Uh. And I'm like, well, I guess I should drink something because I'm 21 now. And I open <laughs> and I open the fridge, and the only thing there is a single can of Milwaukee's Best. Oh God! And I look at it for a long time. <laughs> and if there's any silver lining in the story, is I decided drinking this alone would be even too sad for me. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. But also, at least you could have been worse. Could have been, could have gone bad. Maybe. What if you go out? You want you were like, I'm gonna fight someone, because <laughs> that's what I could see you doing in college. Hey, I just got rejected. That's what you think I. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just got rejected. Want to fight? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, that's that's the thing. Like to actually, I don't know if I would have ever, quote unquote, asked Tori out. Cause like, what do you? We're hanging out all the time. Like, what right. do you? How do you even make that? a thing. And I feel like if anything was going to happen, it was like at one of those sleepovers, you know? Right. Well, I think that's what probably what made it easier with Dana is because it's mm -hmm. like, oh, we don't really know each other. Yeah. So like there's either no relationship here or I try to initiate a relationship. Whereas yeah. like with any friends or even my current girlfriend, like it was also very much just like we were friends for a long time. And then someone pointed out like, you guys are texting back and forth at three in the morning. You Which probably is the classic like sign. <laughs> you probably like each other. And I was like, what? No. You're insane. Get out of my face, Jared. <laughs> oh, man. I hate that that like form of rejection, though. That's like, yeah, um, I just need some time. Like, no, just fucking tell me. No, because now I'm going to see that time as like maybe the slim chance that it happens. Right. But that's already it's over. Like, but your your brain doesn't process it like that. You know, it's like, oh, no. You haven't said no yet. Just fucking say no. Right. You know, like that's been a, a lot of my Tinder uh, rejections recently have just been like, hey, it's not a great time for me right now. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. What's what's a good time? Let's just make out. God. So with you and Tori then. Yes. Um, so she came in. She stole the kiss, which in retrospect feels like uh, her trying to up the affection or intimacy level. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if that was... If any of those things were like ever because she, I mean, I think she was probably attracted to me, but I think so, like looking back now, I think so much of it is performative, truly, sure. like, because it would be like these things in like these public spaces, you know, mm -hmm. because then, then 
And that at some point, things switch, and everything about her fucking personality becomes a performance. Mm-hmm. Like, truly. But wait, first, I should... I, I think I have more um, fun things. Uh, things that just showed to me that I was, like, probably a little bit obsessed with her. Um, here's one post on her wall. So, tomorrow I'll be on my way to Orlando for a week. And guess what? I'm going to be missing you. But once I get back, you're mine and I'm adopting you. So don't, so don't go crazy. Be a good girl. I love you. See you when I get back. Like, wow. Wow, Rebecca. Wow. Was she my world in a way? Um, at one point, what's this? I posted something on her wall, a link. What is it? Oh, it's just a cat video. This is a bad picture. This is a picture of us in which she looks beautiful and I look terrible. This is when everyone was doing light art in uh, high school. Oh, whoa. Right? We're everyone? Right. <laughs> everyone. Everyone was doing light art. With hey, Rebecca went to an picture. art school in case yeah, y'all forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, she, she posted that picture on my wall and she said, I relish in the splendor of this darling. Yeah. <laughs> She made me a she made me a mix CD that like is low key really good though like I would listen to it at night it was a good mixtape right um but she sort of it's the sort of thing where like you know when you can see someone's crazy and then you can never unsee it right I started to see her crazy I started to see like that she really well she she would do this thing that like she was very competitive in the way that like. Anytime I would ever tell her about a boy I liked, she would in record time hook up with them or something. Oh, like in yeah. re- like the next day would be like, oh, he's so hot. And I'd be like, ugh. And it's just like she, I think she knew her power in that like sexual way. And she knew she was hot, whatever. Um, and she knew that I wasn't that confident in that way. Right. And it was really fucked up because I'm a, it was, it's like, how do I continue to be friends with you like that when, like, I already, there's already an insecurity that I have when I'm with you. And that's my problem. Mm. But, like, you don't have to make it worse by doing that. And I think she didn't really know necessarily who she was and would sort of just, like, okay, I, I announced that I have a crush on someone. They will now become her crush, you know? And... Mm she started to sort of concoct this weird fucking image. And this is like height of when like hipster, quote unquote, like Tumblr hipster is a thing. And it's like triangles and shit everywhere. Mm -hmm. So she starts like very performative. I can talk. (laughs) I remember that one from my SAT readers. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Um, she very performatively starts getting into uh, auras and chakras. Whoa, that's a that's the classic. Oh, like yeah. uh, I was very outwardly uh, affectionate and sexual, and now I am. Uh, no. Yeah, she would <laughs> do this thing. She would do this thing where she would just you know like rub her hands together. Oh, guys, ASMR. Um, <laughs> my podcast is also ASMR. She would just like rub her hands together, and she'd be like, "Give me your hand." And I'm like, "Okay." And I'd, and I'd like put my hand between her, like the palms of her hand. And she would just be like, do you feel that? <laughs> <laughs> like She's like not touching. She's like, do you feel like that warmth? That's like, I'm channeling energy. I'm channeling energy into you. And I'd just be like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like at this point, I'm still her friend, sort of, you know? Like I'm still her friend. And then it's just like, 
I'm kind of going along with it for a little bit. And then it becomes like this whole fucking thing. I have some screenshots of me talking shit with my friend. Um, he, uh, my friend Lewis, who I also talked about on the podcast. All my friends are my crushes. Um, he's like, he was like making fun of her. And she, he's like, oh my God, five is like my favorite number. Cause like pyramids have like five vertices. And I was like, oh my God, we talked about that yesterday, whatever. Um, he's like, dude, you have no idea. Like, cause everyone sort of, she, she was sort of like the it girl in a way. She was the center of this like group of people who would like do drugs and drink and blah, sure. blah. Um, and then started, people started to realize like she was so sort of fake and, and just like, she was like, this is my identity now and I'm just going to thrust it upon you. Like she would just be like your aura right now, blah, blah, blah. And she would always be talking about like, all of that shit. And we all started to realize it. I think I started to realize it a little bit before uh, other people did, which like was very alienating, you know, especially because we had been so close. And then it's just like, oh, wait, you're a fucking crazy person a little bit. And like, there's one thing of like being a sexual young person. And there's another thing of like weaponizing your sexuality almost, you know, because then it was mm. like she would use it to like hurt people like me who were her best like friends you know um and clearly and like she had issues for sure and like i i sympathize with that to an extent but this is also sort sort of like towards the time that i realized like man i keep having these fucking friends who kind of suck and like i don't know how long i'm gonna keep pitying this person like and and while i let them like step all over me and make me feel like trash you know so i i started to like you know Oh yeah, this is another thing. Uh, I'm like, I'm like you. Oh my god, you should have heard what she said today for our design concept project. She's doing yoga, of course, and in the essay thing, you're supposed to write about each pose you're drawing. And she's like, Rebecca, listen to my instructions. Lay on the floor, take a deep breath, and open up your third eye. And like, it's just like all that kind of shit. But what's kind of funny is that this was all definitely like for show. This mm-hmm. was like. You know, we would go to Earth Day and whatever, and she would like draw a little shit on her fucking forehead, and sure. and and the thing is, is like she can take anything and like make it seem cool, at least for a moment, just because like that's the privilege of being a really pretty person. You know, it can be like, oh no, yeah, this is just my vibe. I'm just like a hippie or whatever. Um, but then, cause cause we also knew that like it wasn't fucking genuine at all Mm -hmm. it was like she 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 wasn't actually she you know she'd be like i'm a buddhist i'm like bitch you're not a buddhist you're not a fucking buddhist you just don't know who you are you know but what's interesting is that we kind of stopped being friends because it gets too much for me like i had to really distance myself because it was just it was almost like parasitic it was just like it sucked so much energy out of me you know um because there's Dealing, with, I, I can't deal with like a fake person, and then it's just her basically sabotaging any romantic thing I ever wanted. Which truly, like that origin story, she stole my first kiss. Like I should have known. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if I had those feelings, those 
those like sort of crush feelings, they fucking diminish. It's that, that thing that my mom would always say. My mom invented this phrase. When someone shows you your true co- colors, believe them the first time. My mom wow, invented that phrase. She's the one. Very cool. Um, but I was like, no, I'll yeah. I'll have to update a bunch of wiki quotes you to make sure that they've got the proper attribution Carmen Presti came up with it. Um, but I was like, no, yeah, you're right. I don't know why I'm hanging around this when it's so exhausting. Um, but what's kind of funny is that like towards the end of high school, we are not friends anymore. Like truly went from like being together every weekend, you know, we are just not friends anymore. I have to be like almost mean to her. She sort of, she lost a lot of friends, which in hindsight, I kind of, I feel bad, but I feel like that was the only way that she was ever going to change, you know, because people would enable her. Sure. Um, And then like towards the end of senior year and stuff, I think she genuinely got into that stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, which is funny because it was so fake at first. And then just like remembering my last sort of interactions with her of, you know, being very like airy and whatever. Like, I was like, okay, this is like annoying, but I, th- I believe you now. And it, not like you have to like pass a fucking test for me, but it became less of an image, I think. And she was, cause she's, she got like more quiet about it, you mm-hmm. know? So it was crazy. She's a, I do still think I'm like, man, my life would have been easier if I just hooked up with her and I knew, you know, like, cause now it's like, how do I do that? I can't hook up with a girl. No one, too hard. Literally impossible. Literally Our impossible. society has never been more, <laughs> more dead set against it. That's why we all love uh, stuff like the hand, Handmaid's Tale. Literally have not seen it yet. I, I will. E- I haven't either. So anyone here has seen The Handmaid's Tale, oh, you'll probably be please like, Please let Chat. us know. <laughs> yeah, tell me what did, what I said. Did that make sense in an ironic sense? Did it? Did it? Oh, uh, man. Well, that's like, that's basically the whole of Tori. The whole of Tori. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a wild time. I mean. No, there's something intoxicating about someone who's that confident when you're that young. Mm-hmm. Which Obviously, now it's like, was it even confidence? No, it, they were no. just a better actor than the rest of us. Exactly. But, but you don't know that. Until later. So Until this is all fuck you over. This is all new stuff and not cliched shit that you've ever heard. No, you've never heard any it. other talk of teenagers. Everyone's like, actually, the teens have got it together. Actually, uh, these are ex- these are experiences exclusive to to me and Matt. Mm. So if <laughs> oh everyone if everyone could stop listening and forget what they've heard, yeah, please. These are our own experiences. Actually, go away. No. <laughs> Anyways, you've pulled something up on your phone. I'm very excited. What is this? So this is a a class photo from, I believe this is eighth grade. And I think it's a a good example because it's me doing like a dumb, goofy face, but separated from everyone else in this picture. I'm also next to Eve, but then Eve is directly next to uh, her new boyfriend slash my friend. (laughs) And also... Okay. But then also to the other side of me, is also just this other kid uh, who is man. draped by two other girls in the class. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> he's a player. He's like, yeah, I got chicks. Yeah, I got what's it, hoes in multiple area codes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I That's fa- what that kid's saying. He's got confidence. I remember finding a few years ago because my mom uh, would keep uh, like a bunch of our school stuff, and I found uh, this was the type of school. Her that boyfriend my- looks so shy. How could I, how didn't you beat him? I'm just kidding. I had time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, it was the type of school that gave out demerits, and I saw an old demerit slip that I got in probably like fifth or sixth grade, and I uh, got it for writing pimps and hoes. 
Classic comedy, dude. Classic comedy. And that started me on the unstoppable train (laughs) that I've been riding since. Truly, it's full speed ahead on their their forward, you know, words. I don't know my words, but I do know my heart. That's Matt Rogers from Lost Cultures. Does baby. Listen to that podcast. Anyways, um, do you have any closing thoughts on Eve? Uh... Well, she ended up uh, going to U Chicago, and so we mm. do live in the same city now. <gasps> and we've been caught in a game of like, oh, like we should probably we should meet, meet up. up. We yeah. should meet up and see each other. And Let's nothing, get coffee. nothing has happened. Yeah, can we circle back on that plan? Um, Got to yeah. postpone. Postpone. Is she like very success, ugh, successful now? She does like a lot of uh, cool organizing and like music stuff around the city. So I'm, she seems like she's doing really well. You should invite her to an improv show. It's well. That was that's part of the plans. Is like, oh, and she's like, do you have shows? And I'm like, yeah, I got these. And then we're like, not following up. And it's like, oh, I couldn't make them. And I'm like, that's all right. <laughs> oh wait, no, I just remembered that you have a girlfriend. So no, don't. I was gonna be like, oh yeah, oh I love can't story. meet this person. Oh, no, you can tra- meet. But I was like, let's get it. I let's think I can redeem meet this love story. <laughs> you can meet her. Um, actually, no. If you have a girlfriend, you're. It's illegal for you to talk to other females. Oh no, um, the cops are here. Is that, is that also <laughs> the Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> I shouldn't have uh, allowed you to be back. on this podcast. <laughs> we called it back. Oh, man, we're hilarious. That's comedy. That You guys are all getting a free comedy lesson. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Music. Can we talk? Yes. More about it? Sure. Um, I have... Actually, there's a, like a lot of songs for her because she did make me a sick playlist. She had good music taste. Yeah. That was cool. And this was around the time that Crystal Castle's baby were a big sure, sure, thing. Sure, 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 And all I wanted was to look like Alice Glass, and we would just be like, Alice Glass is so hot, I'd fuck her. You know, very, like, loudly about that. Do you remember a, when... When they knew. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when Crystal Castle's did the song with Robert Smith from The Cure, and it was called Not In Love? Do you know this song? Uh, no, I want to hear it, though. Oh, my God, it's good. Sorry, I, all I can uh, save brain space for is Robert Smith uh, guesting on Blink-182 songs and don't have any other space. Wait, is that a thing that I don't know about? Yeah, he was on uh, a song on the self-titled. I'm an idiot. And he does something and he's like, there's some sort I'm of I'm not weird, a true fan. There's some sort of <gasps> weird water effect and he's like. <laughs> Sounds just like him, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> all right, this is Crystal Castle's Nothing Love. This is a great song. And, like, we were, me and Tori were both very into Crystal Castle. So, like, this is definitely a Tori moment song. Right. Give me one of yours. We'll go back and forth. Oh, uh, just another song? Yeah, give me, like, what's a song? Oh, I should, uh, I'm really bad at hosting my podcast today. This is when, to wrap up the show, guys, hello. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, here's what we're doing. We're talking about music. We're talking about music, um, not just general music, music that's taking us back to those feelings. Uh, when you're younger and you're sad. There we go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sick. Hell yeah. What's a, what's a teen angsty song for you or, or a oh. middle school angsty song? I mean, we talked Boy, yeah. about uh, MCR, baby. Talked about MCR, talked about uh, Green Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything off American Idiot would have been big. 
Which uh, was your your song on American Idiot? Uh, I mean, they're all your songs. They're all my songs. Uh, probably Jesus is Suburbia. Of course. That, that music video, I remember watching that music video and being like, this is what I want. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be the very, like, insanely hot punk girl and have a, like, fucked up romance. Yeah, I like, I like that he went to uh, 7-Eleven like I did. At the center of the earth in the parking lot At the 7-Eleven where I was taught Anyways. <laughs> Do you have any sad, um, sad songs? Oh, sad songs. Oh, I, I mean, I must have. What a sad. I uh, used to wallow in it, but, mm. I, but I always picked like they were bad choices. I think one, one sign of my maturity is I got better at picking sad songs. Um, yeah. I was listening like, oh, your song by Elton John was like a really big <laughs> one. I used to Moulin Rouge, baby. I used Only to, the Moulin Rouge version. <laughs> uh, I used to go to sleep listening to Metallica's Black Album. As you do. As you do. Because I was like, I'm so full of pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and only this can soothe the wild beast. I was I listening to Brand New by then? Yeah. Well, because when did uh, Devil and God come out? 06 or 07. That might have been right at the end of middle school. 06, baby. 06. So then I was, so I was listening to like Sewing Season. But Matt, we're not allowed to like Brand New anymore. So... Actually, the cops are back again. That's honestly the fact that my chemical romance seems to have uh, escaped that. It's <laughs> yeah. surprising. It's every the other boys warp, are good. Every other warp tour band. Yeah. <laughs> from that era. Uh, I do not know if Burt McCracken from the Used. Uh, the Used. I was a hundred percent listening. Yeah. Oh my! How did I forget about the Used? Taste it, of Ink. So here I am. Cut up, cut up angels. I think I was listening to that one. <laughs> Look at this, this fucking album art. I cannot. It's the most insanely. It is uh, a heart that <laughs> has hung itself. <laughs> Just Zero presumably, subtlety. <laughs> presumably like Burt McCracken. Yeah. Because uh, he was, because his heart was used. Oh God. Someone yeah. used. Him. He was used, okay. This is like super high contrast. It's oh, the man. used is written in cursive because you know these are literary <laughs> dudes. These are dudes who know about their their stuff. They love to smell parchment. They love <laughs> to read from quartos. <laughs> Wait, just because we were talking about my chemical romance, I feel like it is it is necessary that we do point out probably the perfect teen ink song. I think is their perfect teen ink song which is I Don't Love You, which I talked about. Sure. But, like, this song is fucking sad, and the way he sings it, and this music video, I remember being like, wow, that's art. Oh, this just looks, this music video just looks like the used cover album. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it was the tree. So never think I'll make you try to stay. Maybe this, the way he sings it. Find another way. way. So stylized. He's basically crying in the music video. Well, you can. Anyways, Matt. This has been so much fun. Yeah, thanks again, Rebecca.
Um, I'm happy that you're happy and that you got over it. Wait, oh my God, can I ask? So did your girl, your current girlfriend ask you out? Wow, girl power. Yeah, no, I girl didn't. Girl power. I didn't change. It was a so whole thing. So you've actually not matured. <laughs> no, not at all. That's what I mean. Is I kept it the exact same. <laughs> well, um, I mean, it worked for you this time, I guess. Yeah. Probably could have worked if you did it. Probably. Yeah, presumably. Well, I hope um, that we both gain uh, some personal growth because it seems like we're stuck in the past. <laughs> but it just worked out for you and not for me, and I'm just waiting for someone to. Help. Push me along. Sure. So if anyone's <laughs> listening to this podcast, I think that's been the secret goal uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. the entire time. But also, some of it is very self-sabotaging. Mm. Uh, it's okay. We'll see. I don't know what to do about any of the... The boys, the boys who have decided to present themselves as just like precarious situations... Across the board, mm-hmm. for me personally. It's like, fucking, can I just get a solid whatever thing that's not, like, complicated? But it's okay. I'm going to move and then be like, fuck all you. Yeah. I mean, my entire family is people that didn't get into, like, real relationships until much later than most people. Yeah. And we're all doing fine right now. So, and you're younger than any but of us are. Matt, I have love to give. <laughs> I have a lot of it. And you know when the last time I made out was? When? December. Oh. Early December. Right after my birthday. And then I was like, oh, maybe it'll be. No. Maybe it'll be st- start off the year right with a little kissing. My, my first kiss, I was 22 years old. Well, good for you. You're doing, I think you're doing good, Rebecca. I think. And with that, bye, that's Classroom Crush, baby. <laughs> Oh, wait. No, it's not Classroom Crush. Let's plug. Let's plug. I think your Twitter is so funny. What's your p- Twitter? Uh, it's just at Matt Rorty, Roar Look Like a that. Lion, T-Y, as my mom says. And I thought that that was cool That's for a cute. while. And then I realized it's actually one more syllable to say that than to just spell out R-O-R-T-Y. Rorty. Rorty is like truly one of my favorite last names to say. I love it. County Donegal, represent. <laughs> okay, so that's like his that. Twitter. It's very funny. Please follow it. You'll love it. Um, my Twitter is Almond Milk Hotel, and the show's Twitter is Classroom Crush, and we tweet out fun pictures. And please, fucking, uh, just rate and review it. Like God. Um, shouts out to anyone who has started listening after Joyce Manor retweeted that one tweet that I did. Y'all, my people. I'm talking about you, Jake or J- Jakey, whatever. Your name is? Um, That sounded very dismissive. I'm very appreciative of new listeners. (laughs) Okay, cool. That's it. Bye. (laughs)